Welcome to Who's the Blame the Podcast. This is episode 351, and happy Turkey Day, happy Black Friday, and happy Fist Pump Friday, as it is Fist Pump Friday, Fired Up Friday, Fireball Friday, and Fried Chicken Friday. <laughs> this is episode 351. It's brought to you by The Weed Squad. Go to theweedsquad.com for more information, or you can check them out their location at 8088 Watson Road. Also brought to you by Nextcore, powered by Nextcore, hashtag MyNextcore. Go to Nextcore.com, thenextcore.com for more information. You can follow the show through several platforms on social media. On Facebook, we have a page, Who's to Blame? Instagram, you can also follow us at Who's to Blame? The podcast. On Twitter, at W2B Dre Montez. It is a very, very nice Friday type of after Thanksgiving type weather going on here to me. It's not too cold. It's not that warm, but it's just right. You still need to put a sweater and a scarf on and bundle up that pet of yours, by the way, for all my pet lovers out there. You can always reach out to the show through email at moredraymontez at gmail.com. Also brought to you by the sponsors that you can happily stop into over this holiday season. Game 6 Honky Tonk Joint. They did the party right on Thanksgiving Eve. Looked like everyone had a great time down there. In the heart of Soulard, a historic Soulard, you can stop by Great Grizzly Bear, The Woodshack, Hammerstones, Ninth Street Deli at Howard's, and Allstate Insurance as well. It's Friday. Remember the days when... Payday Friday meant something to you when Friday was looked forward to. Whether you went to the bank after work or you went straight to meet up with the fellas or the girls or your crew for happy hour and hors d'oeuvres. Remember they gave you free hors d'oeuvres with happy hours from like 5 to 7 p.m. They picked various days of the week. No one does that anymore. Those were the days right there when you really felt good on Friday. Not just the fact of it being payday, but you're off the next two days. Thanksgiving recap as well. Sports and holidays. My weekend sports watch schedule. Black Friday. And as well as college football watch list is going on as well. We've already covered this pump Friday. Let's get into that Turkey Day recap. Mine kind of started off a little differently than most. As my fourth grandchild came into the world, Jason. It was awesome. It was really awesome. Hospitals have changed, kids. Hospitals have changed. You're pretty much on your own when you go to the hospital. There's no one at the information desk. As a person who has low vision and legally blind, you can't read anything with the fluorescent lighting in the small print, but we found them. They were found, and it was a great day yesterday at the hospital. Healthy baby boy, grandson Jason is here. The look on my son's face when I said, did you see childbirth? He looked me dead in the eye and said, Pop, I did. I said, what did you think? And he showed me a picture of him as he was witnessing childbirth. It was hilarious. It was hilarious. But that's how it started off for me as Jason came into the world at 5.41 a.m., I believe, 8 pounds, 6 ounces, and 19 inches long. 
So it was a great start to Turkey Day. And by the way, on Thanksgiving, happened to stop by the W Mart, and they were ready. They were ready. They had a pregame face on, joyous look on everyone's face. If anyone you know of miss work and work at the W, they no longer have a job because it was all points, all hands on, on what I saw very early in the morning yesterday at the W Mart. But they were ready. I haven't seen any crazy videos yet. I am watching on standby on videos as well. But the Thanksgiving with the family was a joyous, very fulfilling evening with my family. It really was. So the G-Ma, my aunt, my great aunt, great uncle, my cousins home from college. It was just a great time. My niece, my, my, my nephews. It was just a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful day yesterday with the family. Got a chance to talk to the old man. Had a great day, the wife and I did, out with the family and friends yesterday on Thanksgiving. But something else took place on Thanksgiving, as we all know. It didn't dawn on me at a young age. I want to say before 1980. I never realized the importance of sports on holidays. When now we fast forward to 2019, sports on holidays has taken a whole different meaning. Whole different meaning. You don't know whether to eat, wait till after the game, halftime break. When the crew get over there, when your sports friends or sports family members get there, when do you watch the damn game and when do you eat? So you, you, you pretty much put, put in a dilemma. Do you delay everybody's eating time for your own simple pleasure trying to watch a sport event on holidays? How do you handle that? I mean, who's to blame for doing this this way? What's the easiest way to handle sports on holidays? I've never had a problem viewing sports on holidays. It seems as though I always find a television that a family member is okay with that I'm watching, or I'm at a family member's house that has that interest in sports as the way I do. But for the folks out there that struggle with the ability to watch a sporting event on the holidays, I feel your pain. Is there a therapy group for you? Are you forced to go to the local watering hole and not all of them open up at a decent time for you to enjoy the game? Some open up after four. The ones that open up in the early part of the day really don't have a television that's up to date that you can see the games with good clarity. Or is it the fact you just want to get away from your family? Either or watching sports on the holidays can be a tricky situation, but I have never dealt with it. But I know people have dealt with sports on the holidays. But as it may be, yesterday was Turkey Day and sports was on that being football. And we would dealt with some reality in the NFL yesterday. Usually around Thanksgiving, we don't want games on that really have playoff implications. We pretty much want to see teams play on Thanksgiving Day that are in the playoffs already are pretty much out of the damn conversation. That way, it, it brings no bad effect on your eating or you trying to entertain your guests. When you put games on that have playoff implications, you may hear cursing. You may hear some furniture moving. 
or you may have some truth serum coming out about how the food really tastes. You dealt with those three things right there. Whether you're at a good home with good food, good television presence, or people that understand your pain as you're watching a football game that is pretty much important to you. Now, I don't know that many people that are Detroit Lions fans. I don't know that many people that are still Bears fans this season. But when the Bears and Lions play, it's more than, oh, my. Leading up to this game yesterday, hearing what you heard about the quarterback situation with Chicago, hearing what you heard about the quarterback situation with Detroit, I honestly thought Detroit was going to play this game without a quarterback. I'm still trying to find out where in the hell they found that quarterback at. Where? Where? I got to hear their story. If he would have won, we'd have definitely found out where the hell he came from. He was not on the practice squad. He was not on that roster. Where in the hell did they find this guy from? Look at the pay grade he got for playing in one damn football game. God forbid he was in an argument with his girlfriend or wife before he got the phone call. What a hell of a payday for the family, kid. But we were dealt with watching the Bears and Lions. I still don't know if Mitchell Trubinsky realizes he's in the NFL. I don't know that. If the Detroit Lions and Matthew Stafford could have stayed healthy, this probably would have been an exciting season for the Detroit Lions. But reality does set in sometimes on some people, and we were felt with the realism that Detroit and Chicago really tried to play an exciting game for interest value only. It almost worked. It almost worked. But I do believe everyone was waiting on the main course of sports yesterday. That being the Buffalo Bills and the Dallas Cowboys. And as Boomer always says, nobody circles the wagon like the Buffalo Bills. And you had the Dallas Cowboys and Jerry Jones and Jerry World on display for all to see. Not many people know that many players on the Buffalo Bills. The fact being they're not on national television. Only way you're watching a Bills game if you have the NFL ticket and you click on that damn channel. That's the only way. Or if there's a blowout and they switch over and give us the Bills game out of pity. But this team, in the emotional opening with Jim Kelly, four Super Bowls in a row, Think about that. As many jokes we've had and made about the Buffalo Bills in the 90s, going to four straight Super Bowls, the Scott Norwood jokes, no matter what, you still have to be pretty damn good to go to four Super Bowls in a row. But Jim Kelly opened it up and had the tearjerker serum going on for sure before that game started. That was a, that's how you get the emotional side. I thought they were playing in Buffalo for the way that opened up. I can't explain Dallas. I'm left. I'm looking for answers out of Man Cave members Mac and Jody, true Dallas Cowboy fans on a social media platform as well. If you give anybody else those weapons, a receiver, a quarterback, offensive line, a defense, and a running back, they can put together some quality and consecutive wins. But for some reason, every time the Dallas Cowboys lose a game, everyone thinks they should win. It comes in the play of mentality, heart, and play call. There were some crazy calls yesterday in that game. For his decision-making on the offensive coordinator side, 
Jason Garrett's side, who's running the ship. I think Jason Garrett has been with the team long enough, and I believe that Dak has earned the trust of the team and the coaches alike to call his own plays on the line if he sees something different. I'm thinking if Dak calls a play at the line, the Dallas Cowboys organization got faith in that play that he's going to call. Why is there a problem with the calls when Jason Garrett calls in and they're in the huddle? You can just tell something's wrong. Something is wrong with the Dallas Cowboys. Is this more in-house? As they said before, we've heard this before now. When they don't want you as a coach, players know how to get rid of you. Players know how to get rid of a coach. You can't fire 53 people, but you can sure in the hell fire one man. Or they sending, sending a subliminal message to the sports coaching guys. Hey, let's get Jason Garrett up out of here. Because some things are not making sense to me. The fourth down situations versus this game versus the Patriots game. The play against the Jets, the Lions, and now the Buffalo Bills. Where's this team headed? Where's the leadership at? Who's the spokesman for this team? How do they move forward? Or is this just the fact they want to prove us they can go 10-6 and six and get a wild card? Is this easy as it go, typical Cowboys? They got this made. They got this under control. If they do, it doesn't seem like it. And if they do, they're doing a hell of a damn good job of a magician. The David Copperfield of sports franchises, ladies and gentlemen, the Dallas Cowboys. Now the Buffalo Bills side. Again, I haven't seen the Buffalo Bills play that much. I've seen highlights just like you guys have. I don't know any Buffalo Bills fans at all on this side of the earth. I do not. But I did get a joy out of watching Josh Allen throw the ball. He has throwing skills from a quarterback. Let me tell you what I think happened with the Buffalo Bills. I think the team, without the coaches, just the team, not in uniform, not in the locker room, probably one of the players' houses or their favorite hangout joint. Somehow or another, they convinced Josh Allen to show up. And they pretty much told this kid, hey, we believe in you if you believe in us. And let's do this thing together as a team. Let's go as far as our talent can take us, whether it be the AFC championship game, whether it be a wild card game, or maybe going to the Super Bowl. It doesn't matter. We believe in you if you believe in us. And let's give it all we got on three Buffalo. One, two, three, Buffalo. It seems like that's what happened. Like they had a Disney moment. Like they had a Disney sports movie type moment together. The way that team has been playing since what happened in preseason. From the start of the season to now, the Buffalo Bills definitely have got my attention. And maybe Drew Brees heard what I said, that he's a loss away from a quarterback controversy. As the Saints took on the Atlanta Falcons last night in the nightcapper. But I wasn't the only one thinking that. You heard the commentator, you heard the announcer saying the same thing about the difference between the New Orleans Saints when Teddy Bridgewater was quarterbacking and since Drew Brees has came back even before he injured his thumb. Three different teams, but they're still figuring out a way to put up a W as they clinched a playoff berth last night with their victory over the Falcons. 
Sean Payton's still a little pissed off this whole referee situation. I don't think it's going to get any better. I think once Sean Payton retires from NFL, that's a book I'm reading. That's a book I'm going to read. As soon as Sean Payton retires, I'm reading that book he's going to write. Because that's going to be a number one bestseller. I bet he got some shit to get off his chest. He got some things to say. (laughs) He got something to say. As I think all Atlanta Falcon fans have something to say. What happened to this team is they were a quarter away, a halftime away from winning the Super Bowl. They have not been the same team. The running back situation, the receiving core, the defense plays when it wants to. What's going on with Matty Ice? Maybe competition has really been Matt Ryan's problem. He can't play up to the competition level anymore. It happens. I'm not putting blaming OLD on this guy, but maybe the competition level has piqued his interest. He's not interested in playing football no more. It happens. We see movies about this all the time. Why'd you quit your job? Well, I just didn't, I didn't feel it anymore. Didn't feel like I belonged there. It felt like I had a higher calling. Well, Matt Ryan, what is your higher calling? I want to know. I want to know what your higher calling is. Because <laughs> it definitely is not quarterbacking for the Atlanta Falcons anymore. And they have the type of owner that has the pockets, has the personality, but has that football know-how when he had enough is enough and i'm thinking this could be one of those conversations where matt ryan and the falcons have a face-to-face conversation on this upcoming offseason on what is the identity what is the mentality of the atlanta falcons franchise we shall see it's black friday oh it's black friday there are people out there still buying televisions in 2019 Still trying to get a flat screen TV in 2019. What what's going on? I know five year olds have got a flat screen TV. What what is the issue out there? Now the only thing I've heard on a crazy deal out there, I still got my my street people out there trying to make sure that this is true. But allegedly, Roku has a 72 inch TV out there for two hundred dollars. Two hundred dollars at Target. I haven't found anyone. I allegedly heard of someone that purchased one, but I'm still waiting back on feedback on the price that I was quoted that the TV is. Now, stuff like that, now that's a deal. That's a deal. And I was told yesterday out there for all my unbelievable people out there that believe in other people's hair, that make it look good on themselves, that today at 6 a.m. this morning, Black Friday, you got three bundles of hair for one cent for the first hundred people. Look here. Look here. This could be an epidemic here. I'm hoping that there's footage somewhere of this going on where there are people camping out. The boyfriend had to be involved. The sister, the cousin, the aunt, the little brother, his best friend. You can get the whole house hooked up for a penny. You get three bundles of hair. For a penny? I think that's what she said. But still, that's fascinating. When are they going to have a sale like that on my hair conditioner? Huh? What about that? Let's look, look out for the people with the natural hair look sometimes. How about that? But Black Friday sales are going on. I don't know what the it gift is yet. I may go to Menards and get a new tent as I love the outdoor life as I went tenting this past summer 
and I now want to do it again as I want to be an outdoorsman probably all next summer. This summer coming up, flipping outdoors the entire damn summer. We're going topless, Dre Montez. We're going topless. <laughs> College football watch list. This is the type of weekend where things could happen and no one would believe you due to the fact it's a long holiday weekend. Some people haven't been to work since Tuesday, and they're going to go back to work Monday, wondering what the hell happened in sports over the weekend. Somebody may throw some hot coffee on somebody after what may happen this weekend in college football, which is going to be brought to you by downtown Bell Vegas. Come see Santa. Santa is here in downtown Bell Vegas. Also doing your holiday shopping, swing on by Cosmic Comics and Collectibles located in downtown Bell Vegas at 132 West Main. Stop on by and say hello to the great people. As well as Rogers Place, Tavern on Main, The Office Lounge, Margarita's on Main, Seven Bar and Seven Sushi Bar as well. And for your room addition needs, reach on out to R&R Services, 618-257-8644. And they will take care of you. Use the promo code who's to blame. College football watch list. There's some doozies on there tomorrow. There's some doozies on the schedule. One in particular, Captain Khaki Pants could probably shut up America tomorrow. He could shut them up as The Ohio State University goes into Michigan. The Ohio State playing Michigan tomorrow. That's going to be a good one. If Captain Khaki Pants beats The Ohio State University, it will be his first time in his collegiate coaching career that he's coached Michigan to a win over The Ohio State University. So all partiers in Ann Arbor on standby, Stand down until we are for sure got the W. Stand down on the party. Alabama playing Auburn. War Eagle. War Eagle is going down. It's going down tomorrow afternoon as Bama and Auburn go at it. Bama needs to win to stay in the playoff tree consideration and conversation. If Auburn wins, I don't care what anything else happens in college football, there's no way in the hell Bama should be mentioned in the college playoff tree. Do we want Bama out of the playoff tree to make college football playoffs and the championship that much more fun and appreciative? I kind of like watching Nick Zayman sweat it out and get all animated on the sideline. Texas A&M and LSU. I have seen stranger things happen, kids. I know LSU is the future home side of Waterboy 2 and their head coach, Ed Ogeron. It's all about them LSU Tigers. They take on Texas A&M. As well as tomorrow, you got Clemson and South Carolina. If they play Lou Holtz press conference when he accepted the coaching job at South Carolina, I guarantee you that may spark a young man to do something special and meaningful for the Gamecocks tomorrow. Is it true that cheerleaders have we love our cocks on our ass? I don't know, but it sounds interesting and fun. Not saying this may be an easy win for Clemson, 
But as I said, I want everyone in the top six to lose, so be careful. Georgia at Georgia Tech. Oh, maybe if Megatron goes down to the game and says hello to the guys in the locker room of Georgia Tech, maybe that will help. I understand where my man Jake from, where you from, been on the road with Ugga and Georgia and the Bulldogs. Stranger things have happened, kids, and it is, it is November still. In the late capper, the late capper that everyone is going to have their eyes on is Colorado at Utah. <laughs> Utah has climbed its way into the college playoff tree. Oh, if the Buffaloes could somehow get Cordell Stewart and Charles Johnson to show up and talk to the fellas before the game or get Eric Bieniemy to say some peaceful words to him, maybe the Buffaloes could do the unthinkable tomorrow. In my hmm game, as I'm watching this head coach out there, P.J. Fleek, I'm watching this young man. Him and Lincoln Riley are high on the NFL radar. But Wisconsin and Minnesota take a crack at it tomorrow. So that right there was set off the bells and whistles for my college football watching party, watch list, any way you want to put it, any way you want to look at it. That's how it is definitely, definitely going to go down. And then, of course, of course, you know they got to give us the big games that everyone thinks we should see a know about in the NFL on Sunday, the NFL watch list on Sunday. I have six games here I'll be paying attention to for the obvious reasons as the Texans, I'm sorry, as Tennessee and the Colts go at it. Travis Henry has been cleared to play. I'm sorry, Derek Henry has been cleared to play. I think my man T.Y. is going to sit out for the Colts. So this ought to be a great game to watch defensively and see what the Colts can do with that run defense. Cleveland and Pittsburgh. Uh, I'm putting out a disclaimer right now. If I'm the quarterback for Cleveland, I'm not playing in this game. It's going to get personal. It's going to get personal. I'm watching that just for the rebuttal of what's been going on behind the scenes. San Fran and Baltimore. I may wait until after I eat. I may wait to eat until after this game. That's what I meant to say. This should be an exciting game. Both of these teams have been doing some incredible things with the ball offensively. San Fran's defense rushing four or five and dropping everybody else back. Lamarkable Jackson, what he can do with and without the ball into defenses, we shall see. Darators and the Chiefs. Well, as I know, I'm Patrick Mahomes, and I just want to go out here and get a good quality win at home. Wrong. Well, the, well, the Chiefs seem to struggle at is at home. So I want to see what the Raiders do as it was an embarrassing loss they had last weekend. The stutter step game of the day, the New England football Patriots and the Houston Texans go at it. T12 is fighting OLD as well as various players on that team are fighting the flu as well. Can Deshaun and the Houston Texans really do their thing? I think the watch is going to be on D-Hop and Gilmore on the defensive side to see what's going on with the Pats' defensive coverage on him, how they're going to handle that. In my home watch game, the Washington Redskins and the Carolina Panthers, as I think the Panthers' owner is probably won his money back if this team doesn't figure out a way to turn things around in Washington the quarterback without a coach as I like to call it they're just letting that young man go out there and just do what he got to do 
But Mr. Haskins, you, te- you keep doing your thing. You do your thing, Pookie, like Grandma always told you. And we're going to watch out for that baby. Just because the coaches don't like you, we appreciate you. Speaking of, we appreciate you. Any car troubles you go through, reach out to A Always Toy, 314-729-9992. Heading down to the Blues game, any downtown events or Christmas lights tour, reach on out to Ballpark Shuttle STL, 314-722-6088. And there you have it, kids, right there. The Black Friday edition of Who's to Blame the Podcast. Check it out. Listen to it on wherever you listen to your podcast at, or just type in who's to blame, and we will point you in the right direction. Well, I know what I'm going to do. I'm going to make me a cocktail, and I'm going to get ready to watch some college football, and I'm going to really watch how these college football celebrations are taking the wrong turn, as you're definitely going to find out in games that are going to be played over this rivalry weekend, as I like to call it. But be safe out there shopping. Put away your valuables. Look out for each other. Call your loved one when you're on the way home so they'll be knowing to look out for you. Don't drink and drive. You may spill your drink. It's not worth it. Don't forget, if you go to jail today, you're still getting out Monday, no matter what you say. As my great-grandpappy always say, yeah, you got paid today, but what about next day? What are you going to do then? You guys enjoy the rest of your holiday Shopping and celebration and shopping. And don't forget to put Dre Montez on your list. Enjoy, guys, and thanks for listening.